what I realized with fitness for me, it saved me in so many different ways. It helps you budget better. It helps you communicate better. It helps you work on the things that you're not so good at. It's such a great tool to just get your life in order. We back at it, man. Another episode of From A to Z with WB. This show is all about entrepreneurs and how they got started, how they moved from point A to point Z, their journey through it. And um, along the way, they'll be able to help you with some things that you're trying to accomplish in the entrepreneur world. And um, today, I got a special guest with me. I got my homie, my partner, man. We go back. Got my dog with me, Anika Smith. What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing amazing. Thank you for having me. That's what's up. How's your day been so far? Today has been a good day, actually. Um, I got a lot of chance to get some stuff ready at the studio. So it's mm -hmm. been a relaxing, um, cleansing day. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah. So, you, are you ready for this? I am ready for this yeah. journey. Um, it's been a long time coming, and I'm just ready to move forward and, you know, take it by the reins. So let me let's, let's dive in. Let's, let's go, go for back. it. Cause, you know, we know each other, but for the people who don't know you, tell them who is Anika. Who, you know, tell oh, them about you. Okay. Well, my name is Anika Smith, of course, and I am the founder and the owner of Body Bonus and Fitness. It is a fitness studio. It is a fitness studio, but it is more of a wellness and fitness studio. It's not just about working out. It's not just about, um, you know, your looks. It's really about the lifestyle of the wellness and fitness So it's not Planet Fitness. Absolutely <laughs> not. It is very customized because all my clients are different. So, yeah, that's who I am, Body Wellness and Fitness. All right, so before Body Wellness and Fitness, like, Tell me about Anika growing up, like, what, you know, how were you growing up as a child? Well, I was an only child. I have a half-brother, but um, we had the same father. So I grew up as an only child, but um, I was always alone, and I was very creative, I'll be honest. Um, I used to draw, I was into music and things like that. But for 10 years, I was a gymnast, mm -hmm. and that's what I loved. I was in love with gymnastics. I went to every camp. Um, every summer, I was there every day after school. So my fitness love came at a very young age. From gymnastics. From gymnastics. And then I had surgery on my foot. Oh, she wrote. Mm. So I wasn't able to go back, which was very heartbreaking for me. But I always still dreamed of being a Dominique Dawson. And, you know, I always dreamed of being that kind of athlete because they said I was good enough to go to the Olympics but you know sometimes they just pump you up for that kind of stuff <laughs> so you never really know but you know when I reflect back I do feel like I had the skill to do it um just life happened what, what happened to your foot that you had to have surgery very personal question but I love to tell all of it um oh, I had yeah. to have I inherited really bad feet so I had to have a bone shaved down um one broken and shaved down mm. And it just came from wearing tear of gymnastics, being on the beam, turning on that bunion a million times, and it was like. Mm -hmm. At what age did you start doing gymnastics? Uh, I want to say at eight, seven or eight. Up until when? Almost the in mid of high school. So about eighteen. Yeah, but I wasn't really like active. I want to say the ten years of like actually doing it, competing, doing those kind of things. I was still you know, in it, but those years afterwards, I kind of just let it trickle off, I was just doing it to keep my fitness, and because I loved it so much, but I wasn't competing, I was just still going to camps, and just kind of hanging on to it, to be honest. So when did the surgery, when did you have the surgery? I had the surgery, I want to say, um, right at the beginning of, I was in ninth or 10th grade mm -hmm. of high school. Oh, okay, I got you, so yeah. did that kind of help, like, 
yeah. slow it down. It stopped it almost pretty much. I had to recover for six months, and I was on crutches in high school, as you can imagine. Mm, yeah. So that was awful. Um, but it took me about six months to recover, and after I recovered, it was just a little different. I felt like I didn't know who I was anymore. I hadn't been competing. I hadn't been in the gym practicing. So it was like starting over. So technically, that's, that was like your idea. That was that was all I had. Right. It's like you, if you played sports as a kid and you was a football player, or if you were a cheerleader, it was that was my thing. So um, I just kind of lost my weight, and that's when I actually gained almost sixty pounds, and that's when my weight journey actually started as well. In high school. In high school. So most people don't know I was two, almost 200 pounds twice. Get out of here. Not even a game. Like, out of high school, um, right in high school, and then out of college, I gained that weight again. Freshman 20, and I kept it on a little bit. But, yeah, in high school, I gained a lot of weight because... Was it was it was the weight gain due to the foot injury and just not having, not being active? It was a combination of that. I think I also went into a little bit of a depression, depression because... Yeah. You know, I lost my identity, and then they told me I would never be able to do the same things that I used to do as a gymnast. And so it was a part of being sedentary. I wasn't in camp anymore. I wasn't there every day after school, and it was just very, very depressing. Um, and I just was sitting for a long time. So it was just, it was part of not being in gymnastics, but it was also a lot of ment mental challenges that I was going through. So the fitness journey started for you then in high school. Well, before high, before school. high school. Yeah. So did you go to school afterwards, like college afterwards? Yeah, so I graduated from UNF, um, but I did not go with any, you know, not as an athlete. I went just for academics. Mm -hmm. I graduated in 2005 and, you know, I got my bachelor's degree, but I would have loved to go to college. What did you study? Business management. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that's business management. <laughs> right. It's one of those things. My first major was psychology because I love the brain, as you can imagine, going through mental things and also knowing about the mental challenges that we all, you mm -hmm. know, experience. I wanted to learn more about the brain and just, I love psychology. Still love it to this day and I actually implement it in my business. However, I was bored. I was so bored mm. as a psychology major. So business management is something that I was like, I can do this anywhere. And it actually helped me. And my career with financial services, I was able to get a lot of great jobs. So I went to school, but I would have loved to go to school as a gymnast. Mm. Would have loved that, um, just to compete as a gymnast and then open my own gymnastics gym. I mean, good, get out of here. I would have loved that. So did you? Did because I switched from my first major was criminal justice. Really? Yeah, I, I, I did not know that about I you. I wanted to be a detective. I was like, I'm gonna get these, <laughs> <laughs> get them all. <laughs> Wanted to be a detective, right? That. I can see you wanted to do but that. But then, um, you know, just started business in school, and I was like, I need to learn it. Mm -hmm. I need to learn business. So that's what made me switch to business management. Mm. So, and you switching to business or going switching to business management as well? Did you learn anything that you from that that you can apply that that you apply now? I feel like I apply almost everything. everything. I mean, because they take you from financial, they take you from business law to, I mean, literally just sociology, um, economics. You learn so much in mm. business management. I remember a lot of those classes. And my senior year in college, my car got stolen. And I remember those were the books that I wanted to hold on to the most. They were in my trunk. Don't ever do that. Oh, no, them books cost. Oh, my gosh, those yeah, books cost. You know cost. how many times I had to steal a book at, at school? <laughs> you 
might have been one that was stolen from my car. And then I resell them. Yeah, it's a hustle. You gotta make that money, baby. You wrong. I'm not even gonna go there with you. I do what you gotta do in college. You're right. You did have to do what you had to do in college. But I remember during that time, I would love to kept a lot of those books that, you know, just really helped me where I'm at now. And I I learned a lot of stuff. I research a lot of stuff now. I still study a lot of things mm-hmm. now. But I learned a lot of things that just made me feel like I could do anything. I could go and run any business in any corporation. And I felt like that like at a very young age, just because I felt like if this is just the basics, mm-hmm. it just kind of came naturally to how I felt. So with business management in college, did you were you in fitness then? I was not, to be honest. Um, I was really in marketing, believe it or not. Mm. Um, I was on a couple street teams and... Ooh, I remember the street teams. You remember Let's the street back. teams? Let's go back. Let's go oh, back. Lord. Let's go back. I forgot. I Let's go back. <laughs> so, because when I first came here, I used to see you posters and stuff. I was like, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. They had you everywhere. They did have us yeah. everywhere. Yeah. So they it had was us a, everywhere. So, tell me about the street team and the promotions. Like, what was that like? I actually enjoy every bit of that. I won't even act like I didn't enjoy it. Um, because it was called Glamour Girls. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous ladies, advertising, mar- advertising, advertising, and marketing on request. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the acronym. It's been a while, so I had to kind of just pull that out. But it was really, we were everywhere. Um, from flyers to um, just going to clubs and being those females that you want to be around, that kind of thing. And it was enjoyable. I mean, I met a lot of celebrities that way, from mm-hmm. T.I. to... Um, you know, a couple of different celebrities. Who did I meet in Orlando? I want to say that was Rick, Rick Ross. Um, yeah, I I'm like, I couldn't think of who it was. But yeah, so I mean, you meet, you met a lot of different people. Um, but it was not, you know, where I needed to be to go where I am today, if that makes sense. Because I had to be in the club life. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what comes with the club life, you know, the drinking and the partying and you're out late and you don't have a good schedule and you eat bad and... It just, you know, it, re- it ran its course. I got you. So you weren't thinking about, were you thinking about business then? Like starting something or you just living in the, in the moment? No, I honestly say I enjoyed that to, the, to a degree where I wanted to have my own marketing team. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have my own um, marketing business, to be honest. But like I said, I realized what it was. And after going through, you know, a couple things and being on a couple, in a couple events that I just was like, this is not where I'm supposed to be. Mm. You just know it's, like I said, I had to really analyze and think about, is this what I really want to do? And do I want to always have to be on, if that makes sense? Right, I got you. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, you have to put on a kind of facade to even... It's a costume. Hello. Every time you go out there, yeah. you look the part. You have to look the part. You have to be the part. You have to smile like the part and blunt and all that, like, and you know. That just gets old, and yeah. you know, once you grow up, and you that's realize, why I don't go out now. I, I did it already. It's exactly, like, <laughs> we done been there, done yeah, that. Like, I'm in the house. Yeah, more in a peaceful, yeah. sanctuary. Yeah, we, I like to read about what happened. Oh, they shot. Oh man, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, I don't really want to read about I'm it. I'm glad I'm in the house. Seriously, <laughs> that's not, that's me. Seriously, it's best to be in the house now, because I mean, like I said, that lifestyle is completely different than what I live now. I'm right. seriously like. Meditate every morning, yoga, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. We don't go out unless it's to dance because my boyfriend is a ballroom dance instructor. So we don't even do things that don't align with being around good people. Um, you don't have to drink to be there. You know, right. you don't have to do that kind of thing. And you're taking care of your temple. 
and trying to just learn a different craft. That's me now. I always been a lightweight with the drinks anyway, yeah. but I'm super lightweight now because yeah. I was a social drinker. Exactly. I only drunk if I went out. So now I don't go out. You give me just a taste of this, and, and you I'm, good. Yeah, I'm like, oh, hold on. <laughs> what's going on? My head. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> You just feel it real easy, so, yeah. Yeah, okay, so you had to promote, you were doing the promotion doing thing. Doing the promotion thing. Um, did you, what, how did you get into fitness then? Well, honestly, I never left the love of fitness. It's just that I kind of got tainted and um, I was a little insecure about my talents after going through a surgery and, like, starting over. So, um, I got back into working out on my own just because I knew that was where my love was. You know, mm -hmm. most of the times we have to go back to the basics. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we try to create a different path and things. And I went back to the basics, start working out on my own. And then a friend of mine, he was a trainer. I was doing really good. And he was like, why don't you do, just be a trainer? And I was like, I was in corporate America, you know, financial services at the bank thinking, I'm like, be a trainer? No, nah, I didn't. Okay, so hold on. So you had jobs while you were mm -hmm. doing the promotion. So what, what were your jobs? Like, where did you work? Oh, well, Bank of America was my, pretty much my entire tenure of my financial services career. I was with Bank of America four years. Mm -hmm. Then I was with Merrill Lynch before they actually acquired um, Bank of America actually acquired Merrill Lynch. So I really had about 12 to 15 jobs with Bank of America. Mm. So I was just with going them. through the ranks. Yeah, I was with them for almost 12 years. So I was just going, doing different things. My first job at Bank of America was a teller. Mm. I moved up in six months, and every six months I was moving up. Oh, so you had that, that work. Oh, it's always been in me. Right. Um, but I just wanted to be, you know, we're taught at that age go to school, get a good job, and, you know... Maintain. Maintain. You know, <laughs> hold on to that job for 25 years. And that's what I was doing. I was like, let me just keep moving up, keep moving up, and that's what I thought I wanted. And then when you move up to a certain level in corporate America, you realize what you're really doing, and mm -hmm. you realize who's really up there. And then you realize that's just not what you want to do anymore. And because I was in financial services, I was getting stressed out a lot. Um... My mental health was changing because I was always on edge. Right. You know, I always had a deadline. I always had deliverables. I always had something to be in charge of. So it was always stressed. And so a long period of that, right before I quit, excuse me, it's 2016 is when I quit and became an entrepreneur officially. Mm -hmm. Two weeks before I quit, I was experiencing just bad chest pains, like literally I felt like I was having a heart attack. Well, you think it was from the stress? That's all it was from. Mm -hmm. So they sent me home on a temporary leave of absence. Um, I went. I was in the hospital for like in and out three, three or four weeks. Them just trying to figure out what's going on. They could not find anything. Mm -hmm. All I could do is literally take medication to go to sleep because I was in so much pain. And then I wake up and I was a zombie. And so I love financial services, but after doing it for so long and being on edge because what what, what was happening is a friend told me be a trainer. I'm like, no. And then something happened and I wanted to be a trainer. So I was still training while I was in corporate America. Mm. I was still doing promotions while I was in corporate America. I never stopped having that solid corporate American job. I just knew I wanted to always do something else. I've always been an entrepreneur right. at heart. My father was an entrepreneur from, my dad owned, my dad is 74. He just stopped cutting grass for his business maybe two years ago. Wow. And he had that business before I was born. My brother, the two of them, 
they had that business for a while. So I learned entrepreneurship at a very young age anyway. So promotions, corporate America, training, corporate America. But I, what I realized is my passion was taken over and the stress of that job was no longer fulfilling me anymore. It was no longer serving me. So I had to let it go two weeks. Two, like I said, two weeks I was having just those pains. And I came back to work. They changed my schedule. They brought me back to a different schedule. And I literally almost had a panic attack the same day. That same day I went into the office, I quit. Mm, the same day? The same day because I literally was going to, I felt like I was going to collapse right there. Like just walking in the door. It was just, that was uncomfortable. I was so uncomfortable. Was that the thing that pushed you to the mm -hmm. edge of like, this it, I'm about to go out yeah. here and get it? That's exactly what pushed me because I realized I was, living, working, putting forth all my energy and effort for somebody else to be mm -hmm. wealthy. Right. When all my hard work and all my efforts can go into what I love and what I want to do, and I can reap even better benefits. So I really just said, let me jump. It was a big jump. But you don't just jump sometimes when you don't have a net. Right. You know, um, so I had a little safety net at the time, which allow me to I just jumped well see that's I a beautiful the thing parachute on the way down I said, you know what? that's beautiful <laughs> that's beautiful that's I really beautiful jumped. but I honestly had that security where I could jump at the time now you know I learned very quickly as an entrepreneur a little bit of savings and a little bit of net is just a little bit of net you know um but it did help me kind of leverage different things and it also made me realize that I don't have to just focus on, I can focus on my main passion, but I can still pull from other things that I had learned from the corporate industry for so long. I was still, I still have a little bit of financial services under my belt now because mm -hmm. I still keep those um, certifications, those licenses active. I have my series seven and 66 and things like that and can sell insurance and mortgages. Everything. So I keep that stuff intact because I just believe in diversity. I got you. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. But it makes sense, too, to, like you said, not jump out there. Because it's times that I, you know, in the beginning, especially when I started, talking about 2002, like, that I would have wished I would have just put some more emphasis onto, like, what I was trying to do. Because I had to right. learn on the way, basically. Yeah. So I was just learning. Just imagine putting on some uh, blindfolds and getting in the car. You're like, I think I'm going to turn right. <laughs> you hit a couple things. Going. You know what I'm saying? You're going. And then slowly but surely, the, the blindfold started coming off. Mm -hmm. I could see vision a little bit yep. more. But I had to learn that stuff on the way. So it's great for you to say that because you do have to put that in so you don't just jump out there. That's true. So you jump out there and land on your head. Again. <laughs> yeah. And you might not get back up. You just never know. Now, your dad was an entre entrepreneur, mm -hmm. right? Or is an entrepreneur. Did you have backing from your family when you said you wanted to, you know? To be honest, because I had established myself in the financial services world for so long and I was doing very well and living the mm, corporate life, living the dream, mm -hmm. um, they were like, you're about to do what? Mm. And they, my mom and my dad, don't get it twisted, my mom has always been the greatest support system I've ever had. She's always believed in everything that I wanted to do. So she's like, baby, you want to do it? Everything that you've always wanted to do, I believe you go for it. But she also was like, are you sure? You want to do this? Because, you know, they come from a different time. They come from a time where, you know, pensions and Social Security things, and they can depend on things. So they're just like, well, I got a good job. Let me hold on to it. But for me, I was just like, this job is good, but it's not better than my health. It's not better than my mental. Right. You know, it's not better than any of that. So 
Um, you know, I love that I jumped and I love that I had a little neck, but again, you learn so much as an entrepreneur. It's not always beautiful, but it's not always bad either. It's just that you have to learn how to navigate through those things is what I truly believe. Like be flexible, be willing, be open. And I'm big on not asking for help, but now I'm actually seeing that they've been my support system this whole time mm -hmm. and I can ask them for help because now that I'm jumping on a whole nother level, like I just jumped and I've been working for other studios. Now this is my own. Oh, yeah. So now I have, I really see that they have been just, we've been waiting on you this whole time. Mm, I remember because, you know, I work out and keep myself in you shape. Do. And I remember going into, um, what's the name of that gym? Um, the Which football one? player had... Um, oh, Retro Fitness. Retro Fitness. There you go. They yep. still owe me money, too. Oh, they... Mm. Yeah, a bunch okay. of people. They just closed one day. Just mm -hmm. One day they I was wasn't open, working there anymore the by that time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. no, what's going on? Yeah, and they free. took my $70 annual fee two weeks before they closed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, two days before they closed. You're not the only person that's told me that. Yeah, two days before they closed. I'm so sorry. There's supposed to be a lawsuit that. going on. I want my money. But yeah, it's gonna get class action. So you were in there, but you were in there at the time when I came in as a member, mm -hmm. and um, were you using that like to learn? Absolutely, the business? absolutely. I'll be completely honest. I started at Anytime Fitness, mm -hmm. um, Retro. Then I did a couple studio gyms, and a lot of it was to learn because what I realized is this industry is a great industry, but you have to find your lane. In every industry, you have to find your lane. And I did not know if I wanted to have a big gym or be over a big gym or what did I really want. I had to find my way. So I was just learning. Do you feel, do you find yourself, like, do you have patience? Because people used to tell me, like, you should train. you always in the gym. But I don't have the patience to train somebody because it's like, yo, I don't want to hear it. I can't do it one more. Like, do it. <laughs> That's how I work. You know what I mean? I, just, I push myself. You just push yourself. Yeah, I talk to myself. Yeah. So I'm going to push myself. And I, if you not push yourself, I don't want to work with you. <laughs> so do you come into, like, have those issues that come up, or do you? I'll be honest. Because you got to be real motivational, like, tell people. And they be in there whipping. You do. You do. <laughs> you do. You do. But I'll be honest. I have been, I feel like it's part of my calling. I'm big on praying, and I'm big on meditating and summoning. So I really ask. For certain clients and they're just sent to me mm -hmm. so a lot of them i don't have to push too hard a lot of them are ready for the lifestyle change so they come ready um but what i realize is a lot of them need the other support they need the mental support they need the scheduling support they need to help me they need me to give them ways to help their family join you know mm -hmm. join the join the whole um journey so it's more of like i get what you're saying but i've that patience was built in me because this is truly what I'm supposed to be right. doing. I don't, I can't do anything else. Even when I had clients in the financial world and they didn't understand, I've always had the patience to just take my time with them, talk to them and help them understand it from beginning to end. And I'm saying with my clients now, even though they're tired or usually it's not really, they can't do it. It's more here. Yeah, it's mental. It's mental. And like I said, because psychology was my first major, I really oh, played. Oh, so that ties in too. I got Very you. much well. See, I like, don't take equipment of justice, so I was just trying to crack this. <laughs> <laughs> no. so that's, I came in with the same mentality if I do that. So. No, yeah. So I, I use psychology because I really understand different ways. People have to have different motivations, and I understand that it's important to understand that person. So if I know your wife or your fiancé motivates you, 
I help you understand how you getting better helps you be better for her mm, and your family. That's deep. It's real. Okay, so you really tapping into the mm-hmm. individual. Really tapping in. Is that why you have it more so like a studio versus yeah. a full, like a fitness? Because there's so right. many people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I and you. that's more of what I do for them. I, training is like the part, is a part of it. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people, most of my clients are with me um, for three or four years mm. because they're transforming for real. And so I taught them how to eat better. I taught them how to eat while they travel. I taught them how to eat through holidays. I treat teach them literally how to live the lifestyle as they grow, as their ch- as their life changes, as their family changes, as their needs change. Mm. So it's more than just training. Anybody can work out. It's more about how do I touch you in a place that you need it the most? Is your household junky and you need to change your environment? Right, that's right. a real thing. That's right. that's impacting every other part of your life. So let's work on these different things. So I really work on a wellness wheel with them. I don't just do training their program includes the wellness wheel so i talk to them about their household i don't get in their business but do you feel like you need to work on a couple do you need to organize some things because a lot of that is just so you're like a counselor and a fitness trainer at the same time more than a trainer more than a trainer yeah okay that's dope so with these individuals that you have like is it one-on-one do you have Mm -hmm. one-on-ones with them most of my clients are private i just started we're going to have group fitness classes starting february 8th so, um, majority of my clients have always been private, and I built my business as a referral-based business so that the clients that I get know what to expect. They know I'm like, really, are you ready to transform, or are you just coming to look cute and tooted? Right. I don't just train cute and tooted. Yeah, I saw you had something um, that it was interesting to me, Fit With Bay. Fit day with baby. Yeah. yeah. So I called my girl and be like, hey, you want to go yes. to this such? But she was booked up, so that's she good. can't make that's, it or whatever. Yeah, but, but that's a beautiful I, thing. I thought that was dope because, it, you know, couples, you know, should be working out together. Mm-hmm. And you don't want one person doing, because it's a mental thing. It's a physical thing. It's all that in one, and you're providing that service yeah, it's all a, in the same spot. It's a beautiful thing. Fit day with Bay is really February 13th. Mm-hmm. It's really about connecting with your partner on a different level because... You know, we grind, we live a life together on a daily basis, but when you actually work out with somebody and y'all release those endorphins together and when you actually like, it's almost like blood, sweat, and tears. It's almost, you go to war with somebody. Mm, yeah. It's a different connection that you have with them. But with Fit Day with Bay, we're not just going to work out. We're going to talk about releasing tension and pressure points and helping each other stretch so that you might have a rough day. Let me rub your back. Sometimes a back rub is very sweet, but if they don't really know how to rub your back, it's like, okay, I'm still in pain. Right. But I really want people to learn how to connect with their partner again and help them feel better. And we're going to stretch and we're going to work out. But doing things together, it just always makes the connection a lot stronger. Yeah, that's something that I like. I just implemented, like, just implemented probably mm-hmm. like two weeks ago. Of It's a thing now, like, when I get home and uh, my fiancé is home, I just, we hug for like two minutes. That's like, good. I just hold her a hug. Yes. And she'll tell me, like, I, just, I, I need one of those hugs today. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But it's a daily thing mm-hmm. just to build some connection. Yep. Even though whatever she may be going through the, through the day, whatever I done went through the, right. for that day, but for this time, we get to hold each other for a minute, connect, yep. you know, and then we can talk about whatever we went through. And it, it just makes stuff just flow better. You it know really I mean? does. I mean, honestly, my boyfriend and I, we have a couple routines it's either yoga and stretching mm-hmm. um either in the middle of the day or especially at night devotionals 
yoga and stretching. Like, that's our thing. We do a devotional together at night, mm-hmm. and we stretch in the bed. Like, and it literally changes the dynamic. Like, we just feel more connected. Mm-hmm. Our whole ritual when we get home, of course, if we can stretch, if we can work out, we do. But we do other things. Like, we like to bike. Right. We like to skate. Um, we like to do just different things. We might go out and throw the frisbee. Mm-hmm. We might hit a tennis court. I mean, we just like to do different things together. But our routine with the stretching and the workouts really have brought us together. Like, me dancing with him really, brought it's you a in. different, yes, yeah, a different connection that you just can't get anywhere else. You might, you know, y'all might spend money together and y'all might put bills together and stuff. It's just different when it's something that doesn't have anything to do with the serious part of your life. And it's mm-hmm. just, fun and pleasing and fulfilling yeah that makes sense and i like that yeah so with the fit day with bay is this something that you're going to continuously do i'm going to have so many different events i'll have a workshop every every month um so this one just happens to be February, yeah, get, you know, but the only reason I'm asking because of that all the stuff we just talked about sure and just the connection I love that you like, even Mentioned it because I would love to have it more than once actually. I think you should okay Because it's a thing to connect the people Absolutely. You, throughout the day. We doing so much you're mm-hmm. doing this and like you said, okay now It's time to pay bills. We pay mm-hmm. bills you may ask how your day was and it be so it was good Yeah, <laughs> same <laughs> mundane yeah, stuff. same stuff, but mm-hmm. to have a real connection, you know with your partner it's a, it's a, it's dope on a whole nother level. It's so the beautiful. arguments aren't arguments; they're just disagreements. They agree, you know. Right. It's not like everybody's heated and all this other stuff. Right. You get to understand your partner. Mm-hmm. So I think you should do it. I appreciate that. <laughs> so a, a, once a month or something, do it. You know what I mean? You know what we would we Chris and I talk about a lot of things. I bounce a lot of ideas off of him, so we'll definitely um. Now, how does the, how how is that having a um a partner who is also an entrepreneur? We understand each other in both a lot of ways, you know. He's he was a dance instructor for seven, eight years when I met him. So he understands the grind of clientele, and he mm. understands the neediness of clientels and um, having a clientele, and just actually, you know, being there and being present and understanding that it's something that you have to keep going because it is a grind mm. and it is a grind, and sometimes it's hard to grind by yourself. Right. Um, but it's also good to have as a partner in crime and somebody that can just understand like those stressful days and those days whenever you had maybe eight appointments and you had three show up mm. and that's a real thing um it is i've changed my business so i don't have to get impacted by those missed sessions anymore but it's a real thing so we understand each other a lot on just um you know the grind of the entrepreneur life Okay. Yeah. So is he up at the uh, spot? Absolutely. <laughs> um, we he teaches once a week at his studio, and I'm there with him. And as much time that he can be with me, he's at the studio. Like it's those are our two other homes. So okay, that's dope. If yeah. I'm a member trying to, I guess, sign up or get into your studio, like what 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 can I expect? So I mean, honestly, it's a different experience. Um, when you come in, of course, we talk about you. We get your measurements, and I see what it is that you need to work on. But um, what to expect is really a somebody kind of holding your hand and being there with you to go through the whole journey. Because mm-hmm. um, most programs, my programs are not just two weeks or a month. My programs are usually six months to mm-hmm. a year, and so it's really somebody helping you transition through that journey. Because honestly, a lot of the times when you have weight that you want to get rid of or you have a goal that you want to reach you have other things that are also Mm -hmm. pulling on you too and what i realized with fitness for me it saved me in so many different ways it helps you budget better it helps you communicate better it helps you 
work on the things that you're not so good at. It's such a great tool to just get your life in order. So what to expect with my training is that it's really me helping you realign everything from your household to your career to your body. Mm -hmm. So we meditate together. A lot of my clients need meditation. So we have meditation sessions. We do yoga together. And then I also work out with them. I mean, a lot of my clients love the fact that I get in the, like, we in yeah, it together. In the yes. Right, right. And so they don't feel so bad when I'm just like, all right, we about to do 10 burpees. And then, you know, most people are like, we ain't did no 10. Watch me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, we do it together and it's more like, you know, high fives. And it's just a, a energy that comes along with it. Um, and a lot of it's coaching. A lot of the times they're like, well, I tried this and it was awful. Okay. Try one, two, three more things. Right, right. Um, let's explore your challenges and let's really just work together to fix them. You know, and a lot of it's personal. You know, I talk about blood work. Do you know your numbers? Like, really knowing your cholesterol. Do you know, do you have any heart disease and things like that in your family? You need to know your numbers. Like, mm -hmm. go get checked, you know, once a month. What about your teeth? What about your eyes? So we don't just talk about training. I literally am, like... It's wellness. It's wellness. It's a wellness program. So it's a... Full comprehensive program and in the nutrition, I connect them with chefs. Um, we go over different things that they need. So if I have clients that may have a thyroid issue, or I have a client who may have a fibroid issue, or a client who may have a heart that had a heart center or heart problem, we really work with the chefs to work like get them what they need to mm. keep their body in you know order or make sure we don't complicate or interfere with any of their med medication too. That's a big thing. And it's called body wellness and, and fitness. fitness. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> But you could have been just, you could have just stayed being just a regular trainer. I could and have. Training people. What made you say, I'm about to have my own studio. Like, I want my own studio set up. Well, honestly, I wanted to take the inspiration to the next level. Um, you know. You got equipment you got to get, all type of stuff. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I just felt like I didn't want to stay at that level anymore. Mm -hmm. um, because, honestly, it got to the point where I was all over the place. Mm. Just too many places. Um. And I need to be in a place that people can just come to me and I can focus. You come, it's your time, I focus on you versus, okay, good, all right, you good, stretch, right, right, right. I got to go to the next. Right. You know, I got tired of feeling like I was just, you know, like a assembly line with them. So now they can come feel like they're part of a, like I said, part of a center. Mm -hmm. Like they feel like they're part of something. And it's more just like an energy behind it. It's more like, you know, we're hitting it together. You're not just in this all by yourself. And, you know, you can come train, but what else do you need? Right. That kind of thing. A lot of my clients, I make capsules for them. Like I was asking you earlier about your ashwagandha because you're a little tired. Mm. Stuff like that. You know, I ask them. What does that do? What does that do? What is, a, it's more of just a stimulant. How do you pronounce it? Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. Yes. Um, so I make capsules for my clients as well. They're natural herbs. They're mm. nothing. And I take them myself. So... Honestly, it's more about me just sharing this lifestyle with everybody because I learned how much it's been a, a blessing to me. I literally want everybody to have a piece of it. Most of my clients, I tell them, you are just the vessel. Mm. I'm giving this to you, but this is for your family. This is for your kids. Because a lot of people are not feeding their kids the right things. Right. They're, not, they're not drinking enough water. And we just don't learn it from our household. So I let my clients also know, if I give you this, give this to your family. This is a gift. Right. It really is the best way for us to be the best versions of ourselves because you can do all this. You can be very smart, but if you is know, is that something that you sell? 
It is something that sells. So that's yeah. is that come like in any of the packages or? It comes with the packages if you request it. Like I said, some clients come with certain things, so I will never interfere with their medication. Right. But it just depends on, again, it's all tailored to you. I'm not going to give you the same thing I give him. I'm not going to give him the same. I, everybody is different. And I have to make sure that I don't interfere because I could really kill somebody, to be honest. Right, right. Yeah, so um, it comes with, it's separate, and it comes with a package if that's what they choose. Okay, so on the average, how many people do you train per day? Per day, my max would have been 15 private. 15. Um, that's private. However, when I have a group fitness class, add 10 or 12 to that. Mm. You know, so that would oh. be like 25, oh, 30 you. a day. Mm -hmm. on a, that's a class, though. That's a class. Not including just my privates. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So the business is going. Yeah. You get into, you got your spot. Yeah. What's next for... Um, body wellness and fitness the next thing would be honestly to travel with the message and the brand um, honestly I want to I want my my partner and I to make it more of a couples more of a um, a relationship journey too because we have our own thoughts and visions mm -hmm. that we were trying to promote but I really want to go share it in different ways different ways seminars workshops different things traveling around um, having different workshops whether it's from yoga meditation to working out to just again, couples and the life of being in a relationship as entrepreneur, things like that. So the next would be more online and just a little bit more traveling and actually letting somebody run the studio while we go live this other life. I got you. That's yeah. Right. How do how do you get like a membership? Like how do you do that? Well, of course or you go online, um, www.bodywellness.fitness. Okay. Um, but most of my clients, I bring them in for a consultation first, mm -hmm. so I can make sure that we're a good fit. I don't just train anyone. Um, it's more about we have to be a good fit because I can re refer them and recommend anybody. Um, it's enough out here for us to eat. Right. So, um, yeah, I bring them in for a consultation, and then we see what's best for them, whether they're working on a budget or whether they're working on, you know, they're ready to jump into a program. We just see what they need. They might need to just start with nutrition. Mm. I don't just throw them no, in. Yeah, it's whatever they need to start out. So, um, and I might not even let them be in a class because they might not be ready for a class. How do you know if they're ready for a class? Through, or not? through our consultation, okay. I put them through a whole assessment. I check their balance, their strength, their legs, their stamina, their posture, everything, imperfections in their body. Mm. I check to make sure. And if you can't keep up with certain endurance and you can't do certain things, you need one-on-one -on -one training before right. you do that because you can hurt yourself. Right. In a group fitness class, it's not the same one-on-one. -on -one. I don't sit next to you and look at your form. I don't sit and look at your glutes activating. In a group fitness class, I'm working out with you. We all kind of just in a vibe. Mm. So it's a little bit different, private. Yeah, I wish I'd have had the first time I started working out. Working out with these guys, lifting all this mm -hmm. heavy weight. I did a, I'm thinking I'm getting big because my arm. You so, but it was something. yeah, it pulled my arm was like this, and I'm walking <laughs> around like. <laughs> Whole time my arm all messed up. I had to go to the doctor. You know, I was all swollen up in here, man. But at least you sitting down with that. the people and giving them the information yeah. and diet, like doing a diagnostic on them to yeah. say, like, okay, this is what you need to do. This is for yeah. you. This is what you don't need to do. So mm -hmm. it really is wellness and fitness. It really is all in one. It really is. So how would you tell? What would you tell somebody who's trying to get into? the fitness and maybe one day they want to have their own facility or their own studio well anyone trying to get into fitness I honestly say a professional is important 
doesn't mean that you have to train with that professional forever. Some people come and they just do a touch and go, and that's cool. A lot of people that have been with me for a while, they might train with me for two years, and then they come back and they say, I need a refresher. Cause when you say touch and go, what you mean? They might train for just a month because oh, they okay. want to learn. Because I'm a teacher. I love to educate. Mm -hmm. So I teach them what you need to know. Mm -hmm. Cause they might not be able to continue a certain program um but i might allow them to come in and just refresh what they've been doing and give them something else to do to help them change what you know change their results because after a while your body plateaus right. and so if you've been doing 200 push-ups and 200 sit-ups for three months you're not going to keep seeing the same results so some people come and touch and go um and that's a lot of people that's been on a program before and they're like all right i'm gaining like 10 pounds what else can i do to shake it up so it's more of that kind of thing like you can come in for a program but i'm gonna also give you stuff that you know when you're not with me you can do this to stay in shape you can do this to um while you're traveling you can do this to you know kind of shake up you want to snatch it in a little bit much more so it's stuff like that i got you i got yeah. you so we got the grand opening coming up we do february 6 10 to 2. 10 to 2. <laughs> <laughs> what can we expect at the grand opening going to be a lot of fun honestly um it's not like i haven't been training there already to be honest um i've been in the studio since july of last year believe it or not but a long story um, so this will probably air after the grand opening yeah. so i gotta get uh, i gotta come back and talk to you after that and yes. see what, how the grand opening I was but that, yeah. i definitely it's, want you to get that out there and let the people know what's going on sure 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 um it's be. gonna be mainly just having a lot of good time um we're gonna have games raffles and contests i have a plank squat and push-up oh, so you better what it's not we're coming to a fitness studio <laughs> opening yes come ready for a contest you ready to win this push-up contest or oh, squats yeah, yeah, which yeah. one I can do both push up squats. It don't matter. That's what I'm saying. That's good. That's See, perfect. I like to compete, so uh, you know, I y'all be ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to win at all costs. That's awesome. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's big. I got and you. Are win. competitive? Yeah, yeah. I'm very competitive. So I like to win. I ain't gonna cheat, and I'm not a sore loser. But I like to win. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, you gotta costs. win it all on your own. At all costs. Yeah, like, whatever we got yeah. to do. So that's what the open is going to be about. Just celebrating, honestly, a lot of the clients that have been with me for so long, to be honest. I had a lot of clients who have just fueled this dream, and they've been really rocking with me for years. So it's a celebration, really, more than anything, because, like I said, I pray for my clients. I, I really, really believe a lot of my people are sent to me. Mm. And my, my, my current clients do that for me the most. They send the right people my way. They represent the brand the right way. I just want to say this. I'm proud of you. I appreciate one you. One friend to another. Just from me coming here and seeing you on posters on the club. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To, to seeing you in the gym at the people who still owe me money, uh, Retro Fitness. <laughs> working at, you know what I mean, the other ventures that you had. And then now seeing you have your own studio with where you're actually not just a trainer and saying, hey, do this, five push-ups. Right. You're actually helping people with their health, yeah. their mental, it's wellness, it's fitness. Yeah. That's dope. Thank and I'm you. super proud of you. Thank and I know it's going to be super successful. I appreciate because that. Because the hustle that you got in you and that will to never stop. You know Thank what I mean? You. So if you got any words to give to the people before we, before we clear it. Okay. Um, I'm honestly say know what you really love and know your purpose and your passion. That's the most important thing. I mean, that'll fuel you. Because a lot of times we're lost. We listen to what people tell us and we don't know. We don't have direction. Um, really go here first mm -hmm. and know what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And then 
Write the vision, make it plain. That's a real thing. Every little thing that I've ever put on a vision board has come to fruition. Yeah, I know you big on the vision I boards. I love them so much. Like, they really, really work. Is it, is it, because I don't have a vision board, but I write, I have uh, the little um, sticky notes. It's the same thing. And I put them on the mirror. So in the morning, I see them every day. It's your vision board. So what I do is I put the goals, and then when I reach one, I take that one off. But there I always go. replace it with something That's else. That's good. Yeah, something else yep. that I got to do. That's the same Is thing. that a vision board? It is. Because I always thought you had to have this big white board, mm -mm. and then you paste stuff on here, and you make this look nice, and you take a picture of Italy, and you put that on there. Yep, no. Picture of a Ferrari. <laughs> no, that's what I love about training, too, is not, it doesn't have to be one way. Your vision board can be your sticky notes, your training program, be your, your training program it doesn't have to look like everyone else's vision board. That's the same thing. You wrote it, mm. you see it, that's all it is. And mm. then it processes and you meditate on it and you make it happen. You really do bring it to fruition. Of course, if you, you have to have a higher power. Right. But of course, y'all make it come to fruition. Mm, that's dope, man. Hey, as you can see, man, I got none other than Anika Smith here with me. Um... You got to check her out, Body Wellness and Fitness. What's the website? www.bodywellness.fitness. .fitness, man. This has been another episode from A to Z. Uh, I want y'all to stay tuned in. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that um, notification button. And uh, if there's any, anything else you want to tell the people? No, just thank you for having me. And I'm so proud of you as well. It's a beautiful show up. Y'all stay tuned. Check us out. <laughs> <laughs> we out of here.